Hey. What's up? We're back. Yes. Ah, that's like a that's a Kevin James kind of intro, isn't it? <laughs> I like it. The man <laughs> tried to keep us down, but he cannot keep All us right, out. Kevin James, Kevin Smith. We're not talking Paul <laughs> Blart. We're talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but Paul Blart's been on the mind. Don't let that ever happen to you. What? How does that happen? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think we were watching the second Paul Blart movie because I said, you know what? I want to feel good about my life. Oof, you need to get an exorcism in your house after that to clean it. <laughs> Kevin Smith, not James, not to be confused with the King of Queens. <laughs> well, apology. everyone confuses those two anyways. <laughs> I could I could see. I could see. All right. This is the 616 show. We are back after a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. We've uh back with little... a vengeance. Took a little hiatus. Uh, I am, of course, Eugene. This is my always faithful co-host, Haven. You're my one and only, Eugene. Never forget. Always and forever. We, <laughs> Wherever you go, I will follow. We come together every week to uh, talk about the things that you're talking about on the internet. And unfortunately, you guys don't have a lot to talk about. It's been a very quiet summer. I uh, know. Seriously, it's like radio silence on our end yeah we kind of took a break at a really really good time actually so yes the restructuring was good (laughs) yeah we'll call it restructuring so let's begin though we've got a few things to talk about not nothing too heavy because like i said you guys are boring without us exactly we're keeping it light and fun for you (laughs) but this week we are crossing into june of course and we are getting another marvel movie but not from the mcu we are getting we are getting a sony verse movie and that is the much anticipated spider verse well spider-man across the spider verse i almost said spider verse 2 but that is i mean it's fine i mean you're technically correct we're all we know the difference so this of course is centered around uh miles morales uh, and is of course a sequel to Into the Spider Verse, right? I'm getting those titles correct, am I? Yeah. So uh, let's just go with it. Just say it with confidence. <laughs> no one will question you. No one's gonna know. Uh, yeah, it comes out this week, and I'm seeing a couple. I saw a couple reviews. You know, short little Twitter tweet snippets. Some people are saying this is the best Spider-Man movie ever. That Haven. is a bold claim, Haven. Uh. First of all, tell me your about your excitement for this movie. And is the hype real? I think the hype is very real, according to Burger King, since you can go get a Spider-Verse burger. You can? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been to a Burger King in, like, ever. <laughs> ever? You're missing out. Uh, maybe, like, 15 years, probably. Anyway. Oh, that red dye number five makes the bun taste so good. <laughs> <laughs> so your excitement it is up there i definitely love the first movie second one i think is going to be really good in what trilogy this spawns off i think it's definitely going to be amazing spectacular superior insert spider-man adjective here but it's going to be almost... friendly neighborhood yes exactly right. but i'm almost afraid it's going to be a. Uh, too much spider-man a saturation of spiders if you will you i i think i I know what you're getting at kind of like how um 
No Way Home was like, you know, at first viewing, it was like, oh, this is amazing. I love it. But then you you st- take a step back after some time and you go, that was just fan service the movie. <laughs> so I, I could I could see where you're getting at. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is kind of cool, especially for the hardcore fans to see, oh, my gosh, we got Spider-Punk and we were, we're getting Spider-Ham back and this yeah. guy, this guy, this guy. But I think, though, what what with what they're trying to do with Miguel O'Hara is they're trying to make it give us a reason for why so many of these Spider-Men exist. It looks like obviously the whole multiverse is going to be chasing down miles. Uh And we're going to, of course, going to get another lesson in what it means to be Spider-Man and the responsibility and the burden you carry. So I think they're going to be able to integrate and give us, like I said, a reason for why we have so many Spider-Man and we're going to get a treat at the same time. I'm all for that because the first Spider-Verse movie was awesome. How they brought in Noir, Spider-Ham, and uh, what's the anime one called again? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it, I can't remember. But yeah, we we all know. Yep. But yeah, we just we got enough Spider-Man to make it different and fun. It wasn't hokey. But like in this movie, you're getting every Spider-Man, every May Parker, every one and their aunt as a Spider-Man. And I just think it sort of dilutes the core of Spider-Man. Does it now? You know, I know anyone can be Spider-Man. Anyone can put on the mask. But, like, why do you have to throw everyone at me at once? Like, give me a treat. Like, when I see Ben Riley show up for the first time, I don't want to be just sitting there, like, you know, be like, okay, I saw Spider-Horse, Spider-Knight, Spider-Electro, Spider-Goblin, and now, oh, yeah, there's Ben Riley, and then here's Spider-Venom, you know? I get you. I get what you, I get what you mean. Well, I'm hoping I I'm hoping a lot of those appearances are very fleeting. They're not it's not like a, a big hole. Oh my gosh, this is this Spider-Man. Like kind of like how the first one was. I think it works nicely with you know the four or five that we got in the first one. But since we're gonna get such mm-hmm. a huge amount in the second one, keep keep it keep them very quick and simple quick nod and a wink to the fans but i think if they focus more on spider-man 2099 gwen or yeah spider gwen and miles that will kind of keep it more centered with those three and that is what i want because i know you are as big a spider or spider fan of 2099 as i am oh 2099 i you know i still need a live action version and I am Absolutely. now even more convinced that it needs to be uh, our friend Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, you would keep him? I, I, well, it depends how it goes in this movie. But I mean, if I if if it goes well, I can say, yeah, let's throw him in it. What the heck? Let's make him Miguel O'Hara. Why not? I don't. Just, I think he would be perfect for that role, too. A little short in my hand, but. Overall, he's definitely got the Miguel O'Hara vibe, like the yeah. ferocity, the gravitas. Yep. And then let's have him cross over with Moon Knight at some point. So. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, we're. Uh, I'm excited. I I'll have to find time to see it. Uh, at some point, and I really hope nothing gets spoiled. But I don't think I saw the first Spider Verse. Uh, within the first week, I think I was a little skeptical. Because, you know, it was, of course, animated, but because it was mm-hmm. so amazing that I don't know. I don't know. And I mean, I'll of... save you. I didn't even see it until it was on Netflix. Oh, 
Yeah, I, uh-huh. I waited about a month, I think, and I said, okay, everyone, everyone's all about this. Let's see what it's about. Uh, greatest Spider-Man movie. That's a very, very bold claim because we've heard that a couple times over the years. I want to say. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, almost every time there's a new Spider-Man, they try to build it up. Right? You know, they bring in Electro. You've never seen him before. This is going to be the greatest Spider-Man movie ever. And then it's shit. <laughs> well, let's see. We've got we've got arguably we've got potentially two or three that we can that people can argue are the best Spider-Man movies. We've got Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Um, Absolutely. Homecoming, some would say, is a true blue friendly neighborhood what? Spider-Man movie. Uh yeah. Yeah, I've heard that or I've heard that on the interwebs. People, oh. have, people have said Homecoming is true, is is like I said, a, a down to down to earth high school Peter Parker that they've wanted Spider-Man. I'm movie. sorry, down to earth? He had a billionaire <laughs> best friend building him spider suits. <laughs> How many down-to-earth people do you know have a billionaire in their back pocket? Well, you don't associate with the same people as me, clearly. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you're on this riffraff podcast. <laughs> um, And, of course, No Way Home. People of when that first came out, people were claiming that as the best Spider-Man movie ever because it had all the Spider-Men. True, yeah. true. So... Take that for what you will, but I will say Into the Spider-Verse is probably up there if we really dissect it and took time to talk about it. We can probably come up with a legitimate argument to say that is the best Spider-Man movie because of the messaging in it and the story of what it takes, what it took Miles Mm -hmm. to accept his role as Spider-Man. That's true. Following that Miles story, it is... Definitely up there for me, just because Miles is another one of my favorite Spider-Men. I would, I would comfortably say that the movie would probably be in my top five. I would say top three for me, and we'll 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 talk. Maybe I we'll go talk back and forth on top three, but it it just depends. It's the animated fact that, like you know, keeps it from the top three. Well, let me ask you this: Where would you put Mask of the Phantasm? Oh, you bastard! <laughs> See. It doesn't matter how you how how you cook it as long as it tastes great, right? I concede. We'll go get Spider Verse burgers after this. <laughs> Have it your way, right? <laughs> Isn't that the Burger King slogan? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of not having it their way, hey, this is a little bit of an older story, but this was something that we you and I talked about <laughs> over over text uh, <laughs> at length. But the Star Wars Star Cruiser Hotel. Uh, Electric Boogaloo 2 thing is um, (laughs) shutting down this fall. So for those of you who don't know, they opened a hotel, uh, Disney did, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's Star Wars themed. You're supposed to basically appear to look like you're on a Star Cruiser and have the Star Wars experience. Uh, The only thing it would cost you is... Horribly bad price. Yeah, the only thing it would cost you to to have this experience is probably your car and your children's uh, college tuition. I mean, at a $2,000 a night just to start with a two-night minimum and a two-person minimum, how did they think this was ever going to get off the ground into a galaxy far, far away? Is that is that the, is that 
inaccurate prices. Have you looked at the prices? Yes, I have, because I thought, you know, in my madness one day as a Star Wars fan, which is my cross to bear, that I would take my medicine, pay the money, have an amazing experience, and then spend the rest of my life in debt. See, well, that that speaks to the point I want to make about this, is that if you're this i've i've made the point over the years over the last few months basically that you know disney is really really hurting the experience and the passion for star wars for a lot of fans um, because th- they're charging so much for the, these experiences these these things that star wars fans want that they're they're basically pricing the fans out to those yep you know, who, who have never been lifelong fans who just, you know, it's all about the money. And I hate to say that, but uh, a good case in point is uh, I was a Jedi survivor came out. And you guys had mentioned that they were selling Cal Kestis's hilt for what? $400 or like a replica. And yeah. It, it was even... a special star Wars day one where it came in like a white wood collectible case and everything. It was the dual hilt, but no blade, no $400. Blade. You're basically spending another $250 just for a box. Yeah. And that's when we kind of made that point. I said, just this is not what Star Wars fans want. <laughs> you know, if you put the blade on there and you 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 add that extra detail and the extra construction, whatever you want to call it, yeah. the fans will pay for it. And that leads more to my point with the hotel. If you make this hotel affordable you know decently priced obviously you're disney so you got to make your money you want to make your money but you give them a price point that is not going to break the bank you will be booked through the end of the year because star wars fans will give you their all of their money as long as Uh it's within their budget you can sell and you can sell a star wars themed oreo cookie to a fan and they will give you all the monies now obviously most of them are pretty smart though and they're not going to give you every ounce and every dollar they have but when you're charging two thousand dollars a night who do you expect to stay in that hotel executives and elon musk yeah those (laughs) i mean i'm sure he's a star wars fan but he's also one of Maybe what ten thousand billionaires in the in the world? <laughs> I don't yep. know what the number is, but you know that's probably smaller. One of a hundred billionaires in the world. Yeah, but you make this thing more financially affordable for your fans, and you will be they will money will be pouring in like a waterfall. Like we said, Star Wars fans will pay out the butt for anything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So Eugene, let me ask you this: Say you are in charge of. Disney, Star Wars, whatever. You're the new Kathleen Kennedy in charge of saving this hotel. What is your price point that you make one night there for? And does it include food? Because the $2,000 also included, like, it was all inclusive. Like, you know, all your meals, all your drinks, whatever was in that $2,000. Well, you charge that? Or do you just, like, have people, like, buy, buy food at the restaurant, too? Well, see, I didn't, I didn't know it was an all inclusive. That that still doesn't change the point. I think I'm not. I I don't. I haven't ran the numbers because you kind of caught me <laughs> off guard with the question. But um, I would. Uh, look, in just your opinion, then. Yeah. Like well, no, one no, 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 no. But uh, if it's like a star cruiser, that makes perfect sense. If it's going to be like a cruise, so I would compare these numbers to top of the line or even 
you know, middle to higher end cruises, all experiences and fashion it towards that. So what would uh, a three day cruise be? You know, a high end 3D cruise. I don't know. I've never been on one. Maybe a high end cruise uh, for three nights would probably run you about, I think, $500 or $700 a night. And then like a drink package or whatever on top of that is like another 50, 70 bucks. So almost a G. Okay. That's still half the price of what you're charging people at your current Mm -hmm. hotel. So, a thousand let's let's even let's say with that eight hundred to a thousand dollars a night all inclusive sounds way more attractive than two thousand dollars exactly for a family of four that's a whole week at disney basically yeah because you also have to understand too is you know is people don't if if i'm gonna spend two thousand dollars to stay at a hotel i'm not leaving that place hell no (laughs) yeah you got to understand, you're going to get people to venture out and dump more money into your company. Yeah, that's very true. But they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by making it all-inclusive. And I actually think you aren't allowed to leave the hotel in that time. You aren't. I believe so. Don't quote me. I think I read somewhere that you know, it's basically they treat it like you're on a star cruiser. You can't go out or otherwise you get sucked out into space. Oh, eh. yeah. But it is on campus, though, right? It's on it's like it's, think... at, it's, at, it's on the Disney campus, I believe. It's um, it's in the Epcot, Ep, Ep, Epcot, Epcot area. Epcot. <laughs> the, the Epcot area. It's I don't know. That's it's. It's such. It was such a a good idea at, on paper. Mm-hmm. Seeing all the the uh, the the drawings and the concepts, but it this execution was just who who just who. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do man. you think there's ever a chance for this to be redeemed and maybe retooled? I would like to think they would do that because they had invested so much money into constructing and building this thing to only last what 18 months or something. So I don't even think that long. Yeah, so I would hope they 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 would because like I said it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. People are going to pay for Star Wars stuff, just not stuff that's <laughs> that that's worth more than they make. That's true, but you have that sliver of fan fandom that does like give them that opening where they see like, well, this person went into debt for us. You know what? It's it's Disney, and, and you know we'll never get a chance to stay there. That's fine. That's true. Uh, speaking of redemption, though, <laughs> um, I'd like to revisit a topic that we spoke about uh, last time. And that was Who let it. Yes, that was Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm. Now, of course, I saw it on uh, Thursday night. The night it kind of premiered for you know in all theaters, and I came out and I was I felt like I was a little too harsh on my review. Uh, really, I, I think I gave it like a seven point five. Right, I believe that's what I gave it. Yeah, I think it was either a solid seven or seven point five. And I said that's good in my book. Good. But I've I've sat on it for a couple of weeks and I'd really I would let it stew 
kind of you know hurt other people's thoughts, especially friends, what they thought about it. And I think my I I think the reason I was com- so harsh on it was that I was comparing it to the high end. I don't even know what I was comparing it to. It was <laughs> you had a preconceived notion. Yeah, I think I think we were. I was comparing it too much to to phase one movies, phase one, two, and three movies, uh, and kind of the construct of those of those movies. They were all all of those movies are kind of building towards you know a big Avengers mm-hmm. Infinity War movie. But when I really look back at it, at the trilogy itself, Guardians ended up being and is probably the best trilogy in the MCU. And I say that to the effect that because I think this is the first movie yeah, confidently say this is probably the first movie in that in that franchise that actually came mm-hmm. to a very satisfying and finite conclusion. Iron Man 3 wasn't satisfying for you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think so because so many of the third movies in in trilogies just all they do is set up the next movie. You look at Civil War; it set up basically it broke up the Avengers and set up mm-hmm. you know Infinity War. You look at Thor Ragnarok; it set yes. up Infinity War. Uh, what other trilogies? We don't talk about Iron Man three because, <laughs> 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 but it just felt like it. It really felt like one of those movies. We complain about this all the time, but it really kept itself within its own universe, and it dealt with the characters and what and their stories. And that's rare to see in any MCU project nowadays because you're having Doctor Strange show up, you're having Black Widow show up, literally any and everybody taking away from the actual characters in the movie. Yeah, and I think every guardians movie has addressed some some kind of flaw in these misfits characters and have made them stronger and brought them together and gave us a reason to explain why this group works so well together mm-hmm. if that makes sense uh no yeah like quill and gamora had daddy issues mm-hmm. rocket had basically self-esteem issues bad mm-hmm. self-image and then Drax needed a family. Yeah. And he found his family. And, you know, that, that of course, could be explained more eloquently over time if we took the time. But I think each of these movies kind of addressed those character flaws and kind of mm-hmm. really brought it together nicely. And, and, and like I said, you see it and you're like, wow, this really makes sense. These these guys, these misfits work together because of all these things that they kind of bring to each other and, and fulfill each other with. And the ending really capped it off and it and that's what made the ending so emotional is mm-hmm. because you you see that and you yeah it, no other MCU movie has hit like that ever i can say like groot says they're family yep as <laughs> 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 exactly <laughs> <laughs> who need who needs avengers when you've got family exactly <laughs> <laughs> But just yeah, driving I, around in space with family. Uh, yeah, and 
I think it's it it does speak, of course, to the credit of James Gunn, which leaves me even more excited for what he's going to do with DC. He truly understands his characters and he has had the blessing of not having much studio interference, which is a plus. Mm-hmm. But man, like he just totally gets these characters now i know of course they're not like legacy characters who have been you know who have been around for decades and people have a a better understanding of them but still i think he established these characters at their core and played to that development over the course of three movies it's 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 pretty great so with that with that i am going to up my grade from a 7.5 and I'm going to give Guardians a, I'm going to give it a nine. God damn. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Big yeah. spender over here. <laughs> now there, of course, there are still some flaws. Uh, I think I told you, I wasn't a fan of how yeah. Warlock was betrayed. Uh, the pacing was still a little bit off, but I think for a third movie, a third installment in a trilogy, I think that is probably the truest and best third installment in the MCU. You know what? I can, I haven't seen it yet, but I can just agree with that. No, seeing the first two movies, knowing how gun is with his treatment of wacky comic book characters. I mean, he made characters like peacemaker, vigilante, white dragon, actual three dimensional people. Yep. And he can do the same with a raccoon. He can use a raccoon, a CGI raccoon, to make you cry. I will say, when you see it, we're going to need to talk because there is a line from Rocket that might be the best. Uh, I it, it's it's on the line of it's on the lines of you know I'm Batman or I'm Iron Man, kind of. Wow. Kinda, and we're, we're I think I think that I think that might take might take it just for the. Uh, because of the emotional weight of the statement, but I'm not going to spoil very much more. Anyway, (laughs) that is our show. Uh, You know, what do you guys think? Spider-Verse two. Are you guys excited? Is it going to be the greatest Spider-Man movie ever released? We'll see (laughs) the star Wars uh, galactic cruiser. Um, Did you get to stay there? Can we have money? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Am I overreacting because I'm getting emotional about it? I don't know. I think it's just a really great movie now. Now that I've thought about it, you're allowed to feel how you feel, Eugene. Don't let anyone tell you that. Opinions are allowed to change when you get more information. And I boys can cry. Yes, or that, whichever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are going to continue on and close out with our new segment. Well, it's not new anymore. Yeah, it's it's, it's worn. We're going to quiz each other on characters. Uh, Haven or I get 90 seconds to basically ask 21 questions about a character from pop culture and uh, see if I can get it. Right now we are tied one to one, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. Here's my chance to take a commanding lead of two to one. Oof. I'm scared. Oh, you better be. So Haven has a character picked out. Mm-hmm. I, I got a good one, I think. Okay. Okay. All right. Eugene, are you ready? I am ready. 
All right. Start in three, two, one. Guess away. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Male or female? Male. Uh, male. Is he an X-Men? He is not. Uh, does he have black hair? Yes-ish. Yes-ish? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hero villain. Uh, we'll say hero. Hero? Um, is there a red suit? No, he does not. A uh, blue suit? Nope. Okay. Um, does he have a sword? Strike three. Strike three? Okay. <laughs> Can he fly? No. Can't fly. Is he? Uh, does he have superpowers? Um, ish. We'll we'll say yes. Ish. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, does he wear a mask? Yes. He wears a mask. Okay. Um. Does he have? Does he have web powers? No web powers. No web powers. Super strength. A little bit. We'll say enhanced. Enhanced. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. A cape? Yes. Okay. Three seconds. Uh yellow costume? Nope. Uh green costume? Nope. And that black is costume. time, but a, not a black costume. No black. You hit just about every other color but this one. Okay. You said I got a lot of ish in this, uh, in this answer. Huh. I mean, this character is complex. He's not just one thing. He's complex. He wears a mask. He has enhanced abilities. He wears a full body suit. And he oh, says, Eugene. S blackish hair. <laughs> well, in the movie, or not the movie, in the show he had black hair, but in the comics it's more like brown. In the show he had black hair. Mm-hmm. So he was part of a show. Yes. Oh my gosh, who am I thinking of? God, am I blanking? Am I blanking? Oh my god! I thought this was gonna be a gimme for you. I thought so but too. <laughs> I threw myself off. I think. I think. I think the uh, the hair color is throwing me off. Um, it's always the least thing you suspect. Whenever, like, I'm guessing too. Like when you said armor for Sinestro, that like just completely threw me for a loop. I'm thinking, who wears armor? Luthor. <laughs> and he's not an X Men. X Man, nope. oh my gosh, is I I know I, I don't know. I'm gonna say, and he's a he's a hero. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say, and he can't. He has a cape, and he can't fly. So yes. I'll, okay, so I'm just gonna guess Moon Knight. Mark Spector. There you go. Oh, okay. I did it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Eugene. Oh, I picked okay. your guy. 
He tricked my guy. Oh my gosh. Well, I took a little bit longer than the minute to guess, but I had to really think about that. You got there. I will give you that. You you eventually got there. Oh my gosh. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> There's the confidence. Oh, okay. Moon Knight. Wow. Yeah, that almost had me. And you're right. You're right. You're right. He did have lighter hair. He didn't have lighter hair in the comics. I don't think about that. Oh, wow. When you were guessing the colors, I thought for sure you were going to say white, and then I'm like, okay, I'm fucked. Yeah, but there's no characters with white costumes. There's barely any. Exactly. He's literally like the only one other than Kyle Rayner as the White Lantern. Yeah, that's so I or White Vision, but you know, he has powers. So, mm -hmm. and so he doesn't stay white for long. He always yeah. ends up going back to the old Christmas colors. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I'll take I'll take I'll take the points. Why not? This will be this will be a light. This will be a, a game we can play for a very long time. So there's there's still chances to uh to score. Yes. I'm getting ready for next week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll 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 do you a solid. I'll pick one. I'll pick a game. I'll give you a gimme. But no, 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 no. I don't want any favors. No, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, it might, it might, it might be a character that you will think about last, but it should be an easy one if you, uh, if you ask the right questions. Hmm. <laughs> all right, all right, folks, that is our show. Uh, thanks for joining in on this game and watching us struggle through it, watching me struggle because <laughs> I am not good at those guessing games, but hey. It was, a good, fight. Good it was fight. a good fight. Good fight. It was a good fight. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. We are here every Monday. Uh, we sometimes come here on Fridays with some specials. Haven's working on one right now. Oh yes, that should be an interesting talker. Let us know what you th what you think in the comments. But for now, I am Eugene. I'm Haven, huge fan. And this is the Six One Six Show. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs>